to Digimon Digital Moncast, the show where we sit around and watch and talk about Digimon, and this week, we're finally in Japan, you guys. Woo! We made it back to the real world! It's so wonderful. We're back! We're just about to get into a good arc. It's great. It's the beginning of a good arc. This is when the show finally gets genuinely, like, okay and good. (laughs) Right, an episode episode featuring featuring everyone realizing they'd been gaslighted. Mm. Uh, teacher emotionally yeah, or uh, physically abusing a student. Mm. Yeah, that's kind of fucked up what happened. And that. implied animal abuse. Mm. So, yeah, I'm Tyler. Hi. And uh, we have Joel. Yeah, I just got back to the real world, too, like a few hours ago. I'm very sleepy. <laughs> you got back to <laughs> the real Jules. world from Las Vegas. Hi, I'm Jules. Yeah, Las Vegas is basically the digital world if you think about it. It's the it's like you know where all the gambling websites and porn I, websites I are. Yeah. Well, well, like I saw the Statue of Liberty and the um, Eiffel Tower, both of which should not exist. Were they just there. like random vending machines throughout the desert outside the city? Did you find eggs? Yes. Anywhere on the street? <laughs> yes. Okay. Just a fridge, just sitting there. Is that how you like? Also, fed a yourself? lot of also a lot of um very scantily clad women with like feathers and other weird stuff on them. So, also oh, sexy Beermon costumes. Gotcha. Yeah. Clearly. So I mean, it's 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 indistinguishable really from Digimon. <laughs> yes, precisely. Yeah. So nothing's happened since we last recorded. I mean. We have a release Hey, that's date. not true. McAfee changed their logo. It was a very good deal. <laughs> Ooh, man, we can't compete with that. Uh, we have a release date for Try 4, and that's about it. it they need a release date for Try 2 in the U.S. Because, yeah, they do. Uh, I would like that. I w- yeah, I would like to see In fact, I would that. like a release date for when we can actually see the dub of Try 1. Because I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, neither neither have I. I mean, literally the instant it hits like streaming or DVD, I will rip it and send it to you if need be. <laughs> well, now we've yeah, got to so delete that part. Try 4 goes to cinemas in Japan on February 25th. Okay. So, this is a little while away, but it's there. And yeah, it features Machine Dramon. Again such a weird like esoteric choice like the fact that it which which means he'll have more screen which if he's in the movie for any length of time he'll have more screen time than he had on the show yeah cumulative Hmm. (laughs) that's pretty much all that happened we've got screenshots uh, of the new next order release there's a trailer in japanese there's no english trailer that's it weirdly enough Oh, and the shitty Christmas picture that's not out yet. Oh, we were just talking about that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, so, check yeah. out these 15-year-olds in swimsuits. Woo! Yeah, it 
It's coming out in the next issue of Animedia, which comes oh Reddit's out got in you covered week. for that. We don't need this poster. The big, the very <laughs> first scene in Persona Four has you covered. I don't even remember what that was. It's literally like uh, Rize, that character, like as the pop idol. It's just like her in a bathing suit for a, for an ad. Of course, that game was weird. <laughs> I mean, it's a Persona game. Of course, it's weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know what else there is to talk about. I mean, we could talk about Digimon, I guess. Oh, I don't know about Do that. Have to? That's, a... That's weird. Who talks about Digimon? Yeah, no, I don't. I don't get it either. But apparently, people like that sort of thing. Weirdos. <laughs> we, we could talk about this episode. Thank you very much for listening to us. Yes, you're wonderful. <laughs> uh, we could talk about the episode, I guess. I watched it, like, literally an hour ago, and I actually can't quite remember what happened in it, aside from... That's not that's not exactly a glowing review. Well, it's not a bad episode, either. It, I think that's the yeah, thing. It, it was a decent episode. It was, like, fine. It was a fine episode, but that's the thing. Like, it didn't stick with Just me. Just doesn't stick with you, apparently. The only thing it's... that I remember that it unlocked my brain was the fact that I cannot forget the name Heightened View Terrace now. Yeah. I Which, mean, it unlocked in my brain the fact that I used to live in a completely different place and I saw, you know, monsters fighting. Yeah. Weird how I couldn't remember that. Everyone told now. me it was like a terrorist bombing. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, anyway, this is uh, episode 29. It's a Return to Heightened View Terrace. There's that name. Yeah, which is like exclusive to the English version because mm-hmm. it's got a different name in Japanese, which I will attempt to pronounce oh, because boy, the Japanese title is Mamon, the Great Clash at Hikarigaoka? Maybe? Possibly? Listen, that's not the worst pronunciation of a Japanese word I've I'm heard. I'm not in Zach. A while. No. Wait. Wait. In the Japanese version was. Mammothmon, like, getting his power from some sort of weird alien thing that fell to Earth and is, like, draining magic? Yes. Yep. The DVD title is, uh, The First Battle in Japan. Quite That's literal. <clears throat> That's DVDs. You, were, you had a good run, but that was weak. Like, just <laughs> fucking splat. Dead. I mean, it's also wrong. Well, I mean, I suppose this episode is about the first battle in Japan, technically. It's about the first battle, like, but it's not... It's the first battle in this particular war. <laughs> Who fucking knows how many s- monsters yeah. they've been made to forget by from their parents? I mean, mm. Agumon fought Ogremon just, like, literally, I suppose, like, an hour ago from the, from the real world's perspective. That's yeah. true, huh? It really happened. But a lot of battles in Japan. Oh, yeah. Just... Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's a country with a rich history, Jules. <laughs> Shake my head, Jules. God damn it. <laughs> so Ty runs the recap and just mentions Gatomon a lot because, oh, hey, she might be important. Really? New character. Why. New character, guys. Mm. Uh, and we open with the kids at camp. You know, hey, we're back at camp. We gotta go find this eighth child and stop my Odismon. Um, and Izzy says, well, it seems Hold on. that... Um, I just want to point out that there's mm-hmm. a, 
there's a bit in this summary at the beginning mm-hmm. that's from a future episode. Oh, wait, really? Yeah, because they, they show the shot of Gatoman looking at somebody and then raising her sharp claw as if to attack. Oh, yeah. They show her yeah. in, like, in someone's house or apartment. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, I think when she meets Kari. Well, she meets the mysterious eighth child who we don't know who it is yet. Hmm. I, I, just, I very no. vividly remember the scene where Kari finds Gathremon and she just pretends to be a real ass cat. Yep. <laughs> it's just okay. It's one of those things where, like, okay, if, just if Gathremon didn't have the weird ass gloves, she would get away with it for the most part. It reminds me of. I don't um, know, it's Japan. I'm sure kitten mittens are a thing there. Oh. They're a thing here, like. <laughs> Tyler, do your cats wear kitten mittens? Uh, I'm pretty sure my cats would kill me if I tried to put those on them. So regular, like, actual, res- you know, normal response from a cat. Okay, good to know. Yeah. Just... I mean, yeah, that's that's not, like, that's part of the risk with kitten mittens. But if your cats are making too much noise, what other choice do you have? <laughs> so Izzy mentions that the difference between when Myotismon arrived at the campsite and when they did has to be less than a minute because of the way time flows differently. I'm glad they acknowledged that. Yeah. Except, like, he's a vampire. So shouldn't he have just burst into fucking flames? It depends. They also acknowledge that. They do. They do, but they, yeah, it depends also on your rendition of a he vampire. He has a, he, you gotta, you gotta remember, Tyler, he has a, like, old-timey carriage that he can ride in that completely blocks <laughs> out sunlight. And a coffin. I I doubt he's traveling around in that publicly right now. You don't know that. Like we never don't judge him. Don't, we, it's never like it said that he doesn't travel around in. The only publicly. other time we've seen him travel in that carriage, he's been in the coffin. Right, but the coffin part isn't visible. <laughs> Again, we Keep don't. Like, who knows? Hmm. He could just have so, Demi Demi on particular the case. I feel it would have come up. I don't know with this show, that's, honestly. That's the kind of stuff that flies in the digital world. That doesn't so much fly in the real world. A lot of stuff seems to fly in the real world, though. Let's be honest here. Like the fact that there's a giant mammoth rampaging down the street and no one seems to care? People are willing to... Oh, they care. Like, that, that gets acknowledged. It gets acknowledged, but people make wisecracks about it rather than like... Yeah, but they forget about it like six years later. Yeah. And the fact that it already happened like four years beforehand... No? No one remember that? Giant dinosaur and a parrot? I, I believe you mean terrorist bombing. Oh yeah, right, of course. Terrorist bombing so, with a giant dinosaur and a giant parrot, yes. Mm-hmm. Ty decides to go down to the camp to see how much time's happened since they left. Uh, everyone wants to come, because why would you just leave them at the camp? Yeah, like Ty says, oh, so, you know, one person come with me, the rest of you stay here. Why? Like, what are they going to be doing so there? So Ty should already have a pretty good idea of how much time has passed, because he's... He has the most experience with this. He's done this, this before. This yeah. Ty's like, how are we going to explain these Digimon? Because they're, like, talking and moving and shit. Uh, and then their cute. teacher, mm-hmm. Mr. Fujiyama, turns up. Uh, Mr. Fujiyama is a bit of a creep, as we'll get into. Well, uh, there's one more where he's a creep. Every every other time, he's like, oh, he's just like every a friendly teacher. Every time, he's just 
Yeah, friendly teacher. And then there's this one also, moment. Also, also, like, irresponsible huh. teacher. Yes. Oh yeah. Uh, he tells the kids that, "Hey, you haven't packed up all your stuff yet. Remember, camp's closing because of the snow." Which makes That's sense. It's already melting. Yeah, it snowed once. And he goes, hey, where did you get those dirty stuffed toys? Uh, they do not like being called toys. Yeah, the Digimon are having a real hard problem with the don't say anything and pretend to not, it's pretend to be inanimate so infuriating. thing. They're just like, who are you calling it's the toys? It's not a hard concept. Like, just nice. shut up. Even in Try, they have this problem still. Like, just yeah, but Try has that great moment where they get the attention of a couple of the kids, and then it's got Gatomon pretending to be a normal cat, Beeramon pretending to be a normal bird, and Palmon pretending to be a flower. It's pretty great, yeah. It's pretty but, like, good. They're all so bad. Yeah, at, they're like, bad at it. Oh my god. <laughs> They get better, you know, once Tentomon starts wearing his raincoat and his hat. <laughs> but you still, I, I still love Do you remember that, that so happens? Much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, uh, he provided instrumental uh, information about the Watergate scandal. <laughs> this is like, this is like when once my mom was stopped by someone on the street and she didn't want to, like, you know, she was in a rush, she didn't want to acknowledge him, so she just said, sorry, I don't speak English. Oh, that's fantastic. Like, no, mom. Yeah, okay. Mom, all right. Um, how did you? How? 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 <laughs> See, if you think if you're thinking on your feet, you uh, pull that one of the rare good jokes from Family Guy, where um, uh, that P- I think Peter was on the bus and he said something incorrectly in Spanish, and a uh, guy, a uh, Hispanic guy, corrected him, and he's like, "Wait, you? S- oh, wait, you speak English?" And he's like, "No, just that last sentence and this one explaining it." <laughs> He's like, you're you're kidding, I, right? And the guy's just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Joe comes up with some bizarre story about where they found the stuffed toys that are their Digimon. So, like, so we were hiking up an uncharted trail and we found these just littered on the side of the path, and we saw, hey, littering's bad, so we decided to take them with us. And again, the, the teacher asks a very reasonable question here. What? Like, who would hike up an uncharted trail of the mountain to throw away seven stuffed toys? (laughs) I really like littering, but I like to do it in my own little secluded place where nobody else can There was There was a thing in the, uh, we talked about this in the Teenage Attitude Attitude, uh, Bonus Sailor Moon episode, where, so, the way Luna the cat in that is portrayed is as a stuffed toy. And the way she first appears is she just drops out of the sky onto Usagi, and she goes like, oh, someone lost a toy. I guess I'll leave it here. And both Luke and I had the first assumption that that toy stuffed with drugs. And this is my assumption, too, that <laughs> someone would only go to an uncharted trail of a mountain to dump toys if they're just, uh, it's a, if it's a drug deal gone bad. Yeah, it's gotta be a, yeah, it's gotta be a dead drop. Yeah. Dude, Tentomon is all about that dank weed. That's why he's got, like, those little mini-arms so he can use them so he can hold, like, multiple at once. I guess the, the mini-arms would be better for rolling, to be honest, because they, they probably would be a little <laughs> bit more dexterous. Have we, There's okay. a scene in the most recent try where Tentomon's picking stuff up with his mini-arms, oh, and it's disgusting. because no, it's like it's, those aren't meant to no. do anything. They're just vestigial. No. Do, you think, do you think you could smoke Palmon? 
Puff Palmon? Uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> you you might need a license for that. Do you have glaucoma? I can. I've got a doctor who will a doctor who will say <laughs> I have glaucoma. <laughs> so is this is our first internal question we're getting from ourselves of like what drugs would each of the Digimon use? I mean, Weedmon exists. This is true. Let's not forget that. Literally, yeah. <laughs> oh, good friend, Weedmon Vegeta, right, yeah. Uh. <laughs> so Ty has, like, a slip-up in this scene where he says, Oh yeah, I got the toys from my sister. Remember she couldn't make it to camp? Because she's sick. I made her an omelette. When did you make her an omelette? Uh, like, yeah, Ty... <laughs> Before we yeah, left. Ty is... Ty is forgetting the, like, first rule of temporal fuckery, which is, uh, <laughs> keep your timelines straight. <laughs> well, at least, well, like... He couldn't keep it straight even when he was there, so... At least Ty, like, he's, for the most part, just thinking on his feet, he's panicking. I get that. Yeah. Joe just always panics. Yeah, but, but... Joe at least comes up with, like, something, yeah. some sort of story, and he's the reliable kid, so teachers would just believe whatever he says. Because Joe yeah. could never lie, convincingly. <laughs> so we cut to Gatomon, Demi Devamon, and Myotismon, who are on a rooftop somewhere. They don't really it's mention not a, where. Nondescript apartment building rooftop, yeah, basically. Yeah, and they're like, well, we have to find the eighth child. It could be anywhere. Uh, unfortunately, Myotismon's a fucking vampire, so yeah, he, can't he can't look really... during the day. No, yeah. <laughs> He's yeah, just he's like, literally skulking in the shadows here, like, flinching away I'm from just the going, light. Hey, Myotismon, oh, what should we do? Awful. Can't you asshole see? I'm, like, kind of dying here. <laughs> like, he throws a tagging crest to Gatomon and says, Begin the search without me. I need to be alone. And then slams the door shut behind him just before Demi Devamon can follow. I think we all need some time away from Demi Devamon once in a while. Everyone needs time away from Demi Devamon. No one needs to interact with Demi Devamon. Yeah, no one needs time with Demi Devimon is maybe a more accurate statement. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the kids get back to the bus to head home, and then, again, turn to the Digimon and say, pretend to be stuffed animals, and Koromon immediately starts talking. Just, all of them start talking. Like straight away. They're so bad at this. Now, I would say they don't understand what stuffed animals are. Just pretend not to talk and don't move. <laughs> Well, they basically say that as well. Yeah, they do. Uh, the Digimon are all amazed. Also, that, like, I don't know why Koromon's yeah. having so much trouble with this. Ty's been over this with him already. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, that's Koromon's the thing. already like, seen Does this. he not remember the last time he spoke out loud to a kid? Yeah, that went so well. <laughs> they had to run. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, you the think Digimon are all amazed. The park the police others. are still probably after him. <laughs> I mean, yeah. God, I want to see one to post Those park police are ruthless. They never stop. Park rangers here are kind of like dickheads. <laughs> Sora tells the Digimon, oh, there's probably millions of kids around the world, which is, like, a fair ways off. Well, I mean, again, Sora. she's also a child, you know, she probably doesn't know the world's <laughs> population. True. But also the case where, like, the Digimon go, we didn't think there'd be any other human children other than you. Like... I just, right. I, here's the thing, I don't expect the Digimon to know everything about human society or biology or anatomy or anything else like that. But come the fuck on! I'm sure there's more than seven children. <laughs> like, ugh. 
Well, so my favorite thing about this, though, is, like, Beaumont grocks that concept. Oh, her reaction is incredible. It's great. Because Sora well, says, like, there's know, probably you know millions of kids like us. And Beaumont just goes, there are millions of Soras? And the background behind Sora just turns into hundreds of Soras just off into the distance. Because, I mean, there's millions of Yokomon. Hmm. I mean, that's a fair enough thing. Like that part, so, like I get. it's an it's an understandable line of logic for the Digimon to go through because that's how they work. Like, there's unique species, and then a bunch of each. So, I think Mimi's reaction to coming back home is the best reaction. It's awesome. Oh, it's so good. Because <laughs> just absolutely does not get the whole pretend like no time has passed. Yeah, because she all. immediately sees her other friends and goes. Oh, it's Michelle, I missed you! And goes and gives her a hug. And she's like, I just saw you like ten minutes ago, Mimi. What the hell's going on? And, uh, and the best part is everyone's reaction, like everyone else's reaction is just like, oh, Mimi's being weird Because again. it's Mimi! Like, it's just, oh, that's just Mimi. Like, they probably- <laughs> I love <laughs> that they, I love that they immediately go back to the idea that, like, these kids weren't like a close-knit group before all of this happened. No, yeah, like, Mimi had, had other friends? Come on. Yeah. But I love, I, like, the instant they get back, Mimi immediately ditches all of them for her real friends. She Palmon! She just bowls Palmon over onto the ground and goes, fuck you, I'm out. <laughs> like, yeah. And she's like, oh, Terry, I missed you so much. To now, be I don't fair, know as to the accuracy of this claim, but apparently in the Japanese version, Terry's name was Tako. <laughs> T-A-A-K-O. There's no <laughs> that, way. No, no, fuck you. That's I don't not that know. Copyright. I read that. I don't know if that's true. I refuse to believe that. Why, hello, I hope me. so, and I hope that she's your actually your just Taco. Taco. <laughs> What's with that strange plant creature you have there? <laughs> uh, listen, just he... go watch, go listen to the adventure zone oh. if you can. Yes, please do. It's it's wonderful. Izzy tries to convince the bus driver, to let them off at Heightened View Terrace instead of going home. Because Which they... is a, like, considering these are, like, what, he's an, Izzy's, what, eight years old? Something like that. Uh, oh, like, like you know, he's 10, not that, he's, like, twelve? I think that, like, ten. Ten, yeah, ten, sorry. I think. Like, that's a hell of a request from a ten-year-old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, to be fair, though, I will say this, because, weirdly enough, when you study... Asian society and culture in art, you tend to learn a lot about this stuff. There's actually a, like, difference in perception of the ability of children in Japan. Like, it's very common yeah, to see that. kids as young as eight just walking around on their own in, like, big cities and uh, major sectors of Tokyo. But this is easy. You let him free, he's gonna, like, he's gonna hack blow up a... Yeah. Yeah, he's gonna blow up a computer or something. Well, not blow up, he's gonna, you know, infiltrate a computer. <laughs> uh Mr. Fujiyama says, uh no. Why would I do that? Yeah. And the bus driver says, Hey, we actually kinda get close to Heightened View Terrace. I- I'm sure we can drop you off there. Mr. Fujiyama just turns around and says, No, Greg, you're not helping. <laughs> I am, my favorite thing in these sort of situations in like cartoons and stuff is like the one responsible adult going, No, you can't do that, and the other one going, Well, Actually, I mean, there's nothing stopping us. Like, there's nothing stopping them. Like, <laughs> yeah, the person who doesn't realize that the issue here is not logistic. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's not that we can't drop them off. 
we Matt, shouldn't. Yeah, Matt and TK are the worst people. This is some. Sh- I love this so much. This is, this is some quick thinking. Fucking emotional manipulation one on one. Matt says, uh, "Can you please drop us off there? It's the last place that we used to live together before our parents got divorced." And then TK starts crying and hugging him. He's and like, he, "It's okay, he TK." Lets out a little call to Matt, going, "Brother, like Jesus yeah. Christ, like, holy shit." Look, TK has a lot of experience crying about bullshit. <laughs> this is I'm just true. glad he's finally found a practical application this for it. This is how he probably got out of the whole painting the cat thing. <laughs> uh, Joe's response here is, I'm an upperclassman. I'll make sure I get them home safely. And by upperclassman, we mean middle schooler. Yeah, yeah, we mean like he's, yes, technically to the rest of them, he is an upperclassman. But that means he's just 13. He's one year older than the rest of them. That's what that means. God. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, that's good enough for Mister Fujiyama. Yeah, he says, "Yeah, hey, oh, you're sure, super if reliable, Joe." Is going with them, yeah, it'll be fine. You're always reliable, Joe. You'll be fine. We'll have to call your parents okay, first. Okay, but I okay. cannot let this fox guard the hen house. But hey, if this coyote joins him, it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like. Joe is not reliable in the slightest. He's not he's reliable anyway. in that you can successfully predict how he will respond to any <laughs> given situation. So, uh, he also didn't realize that Matt and TK were acting. Because he's like, I thought you guys were legitimately upset. Yeah, Ty goes, when he, how long are you two going to keep up that act? And it's like, uh-huh, gotcha. It's like, the fuck you two? <laughs> like, yeah, like... I, I get right. that at an okay. early age, children can also learn how to actually, like, get what they want through emotional responses, but this is some fucked up shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, TK, TK I can forgive, because he's still at that age where, like, like he thinks that's morality just how, yeah. is kind of a gray area, yeah. as you don't really understand the consequences of that stuff. Yeah, at that age, as a kid, like, you know, when you tell a kid that age to stop hitting someone, they go, why? And you say, because you're hurting them, they don't understand it. I get that. And Matt's just an asshole. Yeah. Yeah, we knew that. Fucking <laughs> like dirtbag with a sleeveless turtleneck. What? Uh, Mimi is talking about how much she missed her other friends and just straight up abandons everyone <laughs> to go hang much. out with them. She's like, later. To, like, I love it so much. I was like, to be Including f- Palmon. To be yeah, fair. She stuffs Palmon in the overhead locker. It's like, bye, Palmon. I'm going <laughs> to go talk with my friends. To be fair, in. Any sort of, like, coming-of-age story where you're transported to a magical world, when you get back home, is kind of where it does end. <laughs> like? Yeah. I mean, they're literally going home from summer camp. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's the most clear-cut metaphor you can have yeah. for this. <laughs> but no, like the adventure the, um... continues, because they realize we need to make a good arc and actually have some consistently decent episodes. Yeah. The first thing Izzy does when he gets on the bus is, Is my computer okay? Oh, good, the computer's okay. To be fair, so would I. I would be exactly like that as well. <laughs> He's like, looks like the I mean, Digivices yeah, are mean, all working too. Because they're doing whatever the fuck just, it is they do. They're, they're making that trademark beep, and that's it. And it's like, I guess they must be working. Yeah, they're, they're doing the beepy thing. Fucking who knows? I mean, Look, I know the 90s was a long time ago, but that's how, like, portable electronics were back in the day. You gotta... <laughs> 
you got some beeps. You could hit some buttons and it would change the beeps. And maybe there'd be a blinking light if you really spent a lot of money. <laughs> and you just had to, you just had to deal with that. Yeah. So while they're like I remember checking... beepers. I mean, I'm sure Tyler doesn't because I don't think. He oh was... god, no. I think they were gone I by the time he knew was born, about the but... concept <laughs> when I was at least alive and a child. I never ever saw one in my in you know, real life. <laughs> so while they're all looking at their digivices, Mr. Fujiyama sneaks up behind them. He's like, hey, are those the latest toys the kids all love? And he is actually correct. Yep. <laughs> yes, those yes. are digital pets. Those are uh, kind of the fad. Yep. Uh, Joe's response is pretty great. He uh, says, no, no, it's just an old one that we all hate. Which from anyone else would be sarcasm. Yeah. <laughs> but with Joe, it's just a really bad attempt at deflection. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, Mr. Fujiyama's like, here, give me your Digivice store. I'll take a look at it. Let me have a look at it. I want to see it. It's like, okay, weird teacher man. Want to look at a toy so bad? I mean... Uh, Ty panicked while he was doing it. He's like, Whew. for a second, I thought he was going to be an evil Digimon. This is Ty, like, being too far gone like he can't he can yeah. only see evil digimon he's dealt with this shit for so long and the thing is that he's dealt with this shit for like three months less than everyone else that's true he has he like he didn't get lost in the desert nearly as much as they did yeah he got to eat an he, omelet while they were while fucking joe and matt were slaving away in a kitchen watermelon he was all about that watermelon that's true although it turns out he was kind of right about uh mr fujiyama being an evil Digimon. He makes a joke about how he would have an attack called Homework Blaster. To be fair, that's at not this like point, that's not too far off from being ridiculous with Digimon attacks. No, but this is when it cuts, and we notice that Mister Fujiyama snuck up behind Tai, and he says, "Actually, it's more like Tickle Blaster," and then starts tickling Tai. That's weird. That's- yeah, that's, not that's very weird. People. Well, not even don't tickle. It's like, yes, don't tickle people. Also, don't. You're a teacher. You're a teacher. Don't D- tickle don't your yeah. students. Inappropriate contact with students. Don't touch kids it's like that. that. It's real easy. That's weird. Yeah. So we cut to Gatomon, who's just kind of wandering around town with the crest. Yeah. She has it easy because apparently, like, she looks enough like a cat that nobody thinks twice about her. <laughs> She's just pretending to be a cat. It's pretty handy, actually. She does get in a fight with a dog. Yeah, right. She that's kicks that dog's ass, like, real smart, real quick. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that dog's, like, in training level. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she can't find the eighth child because, as it turns out, there are an awful lot of kids in Tokyo. Who knew? Gee. Again, like, yeah. I get why the Digidestined Digimon don't know much about the human world. You would have thought Myodismon would, like, scope out the human world a bit more if he could have. Like, get some intel. Mm-hmm. So, we also find out where Myodismon's... only source was Jedi, so good Oh, God! <laughs> mm. We also find out where uh, Myodismon's, like, evil lair is at this point in the real world. It's under a parking garage. The most right, evil um, of complexes, yes. Mm. I mean, yeah, that 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 tracks with uh, the games of Deus Ex I've played. 
<laughs> he's also just kind of chilling in his coffin while telling Gardamon that she's doing a terrible job. And she's flinching like a beaten puppy. I mean, that's we find out that's literally what her life was. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. He would literally that's, beat her with lightning from, laser whips. She, and she was literally a puppy at the time, too. Yes, I yes. know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he comes out of the coffin and Demi Devimon hands him just a whole bunch of crests. Like, eight of them. All the same. And he says, ah, oh, these are copies of the original crest. I'm going to hold on to that one. How, how do you make a copy of a crest? Fucking who knows? Like, aren't they like magic? Like the last, yeah, like the last time somebody decided to clone something like that, they tried to clone the Digidestined and give them the crest. <laughs> he says, "Oh, the copies won't work like the original, but they will respond to the eighth child when they're nearby." Fucking how? What? What, what, like, what? what is this? This is some really lazy plotting. Is what what are these things? Like, just, I don't. Here's a, here, here's a copy of the true cross Jesus was crucified on. How? Like, just, why? And it responds when Jesus is nearby. My oldest one says, You mustn't fail in finding the eighth child, but when you do, then he must die. Like, it's like, oh. So there's okay. a lot of prescriptive gendering of the child say. here. Yeah, I think it's just done as sort of like a oh, we'll throw them off the scent, but like we already know who it is. They told us like eight episodes ago. Also, like the first time the eighth child was brought up, they did a little better job of it in that people would kind of intermix pronouns. Yeah, but. Like, here they're kind of just defaulting to male, like, fucking everywhere else in society. In this whole episode, they do that. It's just... I'm just slightly amazed that they actually said, you know, we're just gonna kill this kid. Yeah. It's not like, yeah, we'll <laughs> imprison them or turn them to our side. No, we'll just take them to my dungeon them. in the digital world. No, we're just gonna kill them. Yeah. We'll send them to the dark realm. No, that we're just gonna put a bullet between their eyes. <laughs> just going to, like... Although, ironically, with later whips. on, they will try to send the Eighth Child to a Dark Realm. Mm. It's like, yeah, actually, and now that you mention it, really I do creepy. remember there are Digimon later who are said to have been sent to the Dark Realm when, no, like, they're originally killed in the fucking, like, Oh, Japanese. yeah, we'll get to that one. God, it's gonna be a sad episode. That episode, I can't wait until we introduce it, because the title? What the fuck? Anyway. <laughs> yeah, it'll, you'll know it. Uh, so... That's uh, better foreshadowing we, than the show ever does. <laughs> Just what the fuck? <laughs> so the, we cut back to the kids, who are all being dropped off oh, from the bus. I, I just want to say, like, they've been teasing us with silhouettes. At this point, we actually see enough to be able to piece together who some of these Digimon are. Yeah. We see, like, Wizardmon and Skullmiramon, whatever his name is. And uh, Pumpkinmon. Yes, and Gotsumon, I think, is probably in there, too. Because they hang out yeah, together. Yeah, you just see a bit of his head. He'd be a little harder to pick out if you didn't know who he was. Yeah. Who's that oh, Digimon? And our, uh, and our Bakamon friend. Oh, Bob the Bakamon. Bob the Bakamon. Awesome. <laughs> I fucking love that Bakamon still. I think Phantomon's in that <laughs> shot as well. You can see him. I really want to see him. just on, like, Bakamon, like, Bob the Bakamon, just, like, 
the, like, just fucking, <laughs> as the, like, clerk in my Mon's, like, whole order, just like, hey, I'm Bob, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> they hired me because we don't need to make, like, doors and stuff, I can just fly through the wall. It's pretty handy. Oh, man, give me an office comedy starring Bob. <laughs> <laughs> he ma- He makes the best notary. So, after the kids got dropped off, they're like, hey, we can see the apartment building on Heighten View Terrace, the tallest apartment building in Japan. I don't know if that was true at the time or not. It's also a really weird detail to introduce. Yeah. Don't know why. Uh, So, the kids at this point all mention that, yeah, we used to live around here, but we moved away a couple years ago. And then... They all realize, oh my god, we used to live here too. Us too. What's going on? Uh, they w- like, yeah, it's weird. But no time for that, because suddenly a giant mammoth shows up and just starts blowing cars up. And just crush, it just chucks a dude's, like, moped away. <laughs> yeah, and he throws his helmet at the giant evil mammoth and insults it. Uh, apparently in the Japanese version, there's a shot where the mammoth just, like, knocks his helmet back and hits him in the head. They didn't show that Which I'm real sad they took out, because that's pretty funny. Well, uh, before that, we get also, like, Yogatamon saying that, oh, you know, you kids won't be able to stand up to Mammothmon, and then we get the weirdest interstitial cut of her in slow motion flipping onto a, 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 a rooftop. Yeah, it's the one that they use in the intro when they finally put her in the intro. It's this weird, like, she jumps off a ledge and does a front flip, and it's in, like, slow motion. But bad slow but motion. But it's not. <laughs> like, it's, yeah, they use it all the time. There's no reason for it to in the be intro. there. It's not even, like, an animation error. It's, like, for whatever reason, they wanted to I think it was honestly. I think it was honestly just made for the new intro, and they put it in the episode anyway. Look. Look, here's the thing. Gatomon wanted to do some sick stunts. <laughs> now that my Otis and she wasn't going to let her wor- go- hard work go to waste. <laughs> this is what happens when you let actors into the editing. I'm so, so annoyed that she doesn't remain a mm. dog, because then I could just say that she was doing some barkhole. <sighs> no. <laughs> I mean, you can, always, you can always go with the more generic parkour. <laughs> Thank you, Joel. I'm not going to lie, I actually did think of that, but I, in my better judgment than yours, elected not to say it. See, you say better judgment, but you just <laughs> left that pun, pun hanging there. Right. We also see a couple who are just, like, hugging each other on the side of the road as Mammothmon just screams past with laying destruction behind him, and they go, Oh, look, a giant elephant on a rampage. How cute. Must they filmed. must be filming a movie. <laughs> they must be filming some sort of movie. One of the moving pictures. Hmm. Never mind, like, the people screaming and the lack of cameras. I mean, those are clearly extras. <laughs> <laughs> it's a live performance. They're just not recording this. Yeah, it's street performance. Hmm. Flash mobs real, got weird. Real invo- yeah, these got really involved these days. <laughs> They're much more into it in Japan. It's crazy. <laughs> Oh man, I want to watch kaiju flash mobbing now. (laughs) 
Yeah, so Mammoth Mon so, basically just wrecks shit for a couple more seconds. So Mammoth Mon specifically seems to be targeting this one guy with a moped. Yeah, he just hates him. Well, he seems to be targeting any sort of vehicle. Yeah, he's just crushing cars and messing up that guy's moped. And this, this moped guy, I love this moped guy's reaction too. He yells at Mammoth Mon, then throws, yeah, his, throws helmet his helmet at him. Yeah, it's great. Also, everyone here has to have a one-liner. Like, every yeah, single every person, single person that is in this shot gets a one-liner. Like, there's one guy who uh, steps into the middle of traffic and makes a terrible pun. This one guy who, like, okay. he is about... His, his car in seconds is about to be crushed. He is in mortal peril, and he goes... It, <laughs> If that's some sort of car, it's got a lot of trunk space. And they jumps out of the car that gets crushed by fucking Mammoth Mon. Look, if I'm about to die, my greatest wish is I can deliver some sort of awful Rodney Dangerfield-esque like, is that like your, before I Is go. your panic response just making puns? Like, you don't have I mean, fight or flight, you have or correcting pun. something the guy who's about to kill me says. <laughs> you don't have a fl- uh, fight or flight response, you have a pun response. I- what were his last words? I don't know. He was just yelling about Pokemon typing and like, oh, it was all blur. <laughs> so at this point, we cut back to the kids who are up in front of just like a convenience store that they all apparently used to go to when they lived here. Yeah, they're apparently like just a block away from the destruction and far away enough to just not notice horrible rampaging. Just, like. No. You know, disaster they don't on. notice, like, the mammoth roaring and the cars being crushed and the people screaming. They're too busy talking about this store. Yeah, cut straight from that to this store. It's like, everything's just, like, peaceful and quiet. It's like, wait. I also want <laughs> look, to mention the look, very... Look, unrepress the memories and are bathing in nostalgia, okay? Give them this. <laughs> I want to mention the incredibly obvious pasted English text on top of this store's oh, sign. I miss that. It's so painfully done. And... It's only in, like, the one big wide shot, and then whenever they go to someone's face and you can see it in the background, still in Japanese. You know, in video games, they sometimes use the, like, difficultness of localizing images to basically region lock titles (laughs) by, instead of including text as actual, like, text that's being parsed by, like, you know, ASCII or whatever. They make it part of the they make They make all the dialogue images so that you have to painstakingly replace them all if you want to oh, localize it. God. That's so awful. I mean, it's, it's a huge dick move. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Joe reveals that the reason they all moved away was because of a terrorist bombing incident. <laughs> and they never found out who was responsible. Yes. A terrorist I mean, in the shape of a giant fucking parrot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, look, I guarantee you that Al-Qaeda would use giant fucking parrots if they could. <laughs> Apparently a lot of the families in the area moved away because it was too dangerous. Well, no, yeah, yeah sorry, would but... you not move away if a dinosaur and parrot were fighting in the streets? Yeah, if, like, you, live in, with a if terrorist you live in a attack. Godzilla zone, you probably <laughs> would lo- lo- move away too. At least with a terrorist attack, it's like, okay, it's done. Why would they bomb the same place twice? If it's, like, giant monsters that just disappeared into the fucking sky? It's like, they could come back at literally That's any second. Literally, like, part of the joke in One Punch Man that the main character, Saitama, just lives in this a 
abandoned district that has been abandoned because it's the target of giant monster attacks. But he has not realized this yet. <laughs> yeah, so a police car goes flying past, and they're like, oh my god, the police. It must be my Otis mom. Alright? Like, when, I mean, they're, yeah, when Tiger goes, yeah, when this, that means it's my Otis, you know, that means where there's trouble, so, there's yeah. my Otis mom. It's like, no, Ty, it's a police car. Could just be a fucking robbery. Yeah, when you, when like, you hear hooves, Think horses, not centaurmon. <laughs> yes, when you hear sir- sirens, you don't immediately think to the vampire Bishonin that's going to rampage across your city. <laughs> the fact that they were right is all the worse, because yeah. that's just encouraging this false <laughs> logic. Because they follow him, and then the police is like, no, you've got to leave. It- it's dangerous here. And he tries to radio for help, but his radio's not working. Again, Digimon, they uh, electrical interference. Which is funny, yeah. because you would think that would have fucked up with everything the other Digimon have been around. Apparently not. Yeah, that's, it's a, that's a plot point, that's a plot point that only comes up when it when they decide to pay attention to it. Yeah, it's just not there most like, of the time. D- d- I'm going to say this. I'm pretty sure, like, coach buses use some form of electricity and digital equipment in them. Oh, yeah, no, any yeah. modern car is going to exactly. be screwed if an EMP goes off. <laughs> they got batteries to start, and they're full of computers. Oh, it's, not, it's not the ba- the batteries aren't the problem, because once that thing's running, it should be fine. It's, there's a lot of electronics yeah. that actually help control stuff, fuel injection, um, all sorts of, like, tiny calculations yeah. going into, like, uh, anti-lock braking, uh Wheel grip. It, it's it's complicated. Those buses shouldn't have been yeah. able to move then when those Digimon got on board. <laughs> yeah. Maybe only evil Digimon have anti-electronics. Well, that's just, that's just prescriptive, you know, analysis. Come on. like. I mean, that's what Gen I believe. This is true. You're, like, within universe that would... Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> They're virus type. So I mean, are we really going to take the racist rantings of an old man as canon here? Um, that's the sad I mean, thing. Unfortunately, they are canon, so kind of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's unfortunate, but that's kind of how it works. It's, yeah. So, Sunamon and Koromon are like, yeah, let us fight the mammoth. It's like, no, you, you, you are literal children. You are literal point. babies. Yeah, like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Look. But Beamon's like, no, no, I got this one, don't worry. <laughs> Okay. She uh, evolves to Bergeron. Yeah, Biomon yeah, and Tentomon last episode must have been really grateful that um, well, everyone else did the work. Well, no, that um, I mean, Biomon had already was already like had already <laughs> like burst his load on this one because otherwise he'd just be taking credit for everything. <laughs> well, he, he does anyway. Oh. So while Bergeron's fighting Mammothmon. Uh, they're just smashing various things like phone booths and buses and tram cars and stuff. Uh, and every time it happens, the kids have a flashback. It's like, oh my god, I've seen this before. Some, What's like, going on? There's some heavy PTSD Vietnam like black and white yeah. flashbacks. I mean, they just they just realize that all the adults they trust in their lives have fucking lied. Have been lying to them lied consistently to them. for four years. Like lied about a huge part of their early childhood to them. Yeah. Because Matt recalls uh, TK when they still live together, insisting he saw monsters outside when they lived there. 
Matt, you saw them too. But again, like, it's the case where, you know, he was... You were there. Like, Matt was old enough where whatever, like, lie had been... To realize how fucking cool that was? I'm starting... Matt was was old enough to buy into the bullshit of... You're the responsible one. You have to agree with the adults, even if that's they probably not, they probably told him some bullshit. Doesn't make like, sense. It's to protect your younger brother. They told him you it was a terrorist attack. Yeah. Tell your brother it wasn't like so, two monsters. It was a terrorist attack. That would be totally fine. That's okay. That's cool. Yeah, that, that's that's how this Do works. Do they ever get into why Matt's parents split up? Because the sad part of my brain mm, clunks so. up the idea that it was because of TK constantly insisting this and then cr- creating a rift in the family. I don't think I could, they ever I mean, bring this, it up. This attack, this attack, and there maybe they disagreed on how to deal with it. Yeah, I, I think this seems the like the kind of thing that could that could push a strained marriage over the edge. Oh yeah, totally. I think the implication is that um, their dad works too much. That's boring because he's just never at home, even when it's just him and Matt. Yeah, that's right. Because okay. Matt mentioned like right. he had to learn how to cook, which yeah. considering he's like. What, 11 years old is yeah. pretty messed up? Yeah, it is actually pretty yeah. messed up, yeah. So, Bedron and Mammothmon keep fighting while the kids are just going, why do we recognize this? What's going on? And TK says, I mean, which is- there was two of them. I remember two monsters fighting. Yeah, it was a Greymon and a Parrotmon. Uh, I just think it's funny that they literally have access to a Greymon, and that wasn't what triggered yeah. this memory <laughs> yeah. at all. They assume the first time they see Greymon, just be like, whoa, I remember this. But, like, I kind of love that they're just having this revelation and discussing amongst themselves. Well, Bojo-1's kind of getting her ass kicked. Yeah, she's getting yeah. just destroyed. There's some there's some messed up voice acting from Bergeron in this, too. Yeah. All of Bergeron's voice acting is messed up. Bergeron's voice acting is basically female taco from Adventure Zone. Yeah. It's it's a more bird-like storm from X-Men, too. This is true. Mm. So, Bergeron gets hit with... Apparently Mammothmon has a freezing thing he shoots. It's... I mean, yeah, mammoths shoot ice. It's from the That's trunks, yeah. pretty well-established known right, yeah. fact yeah. about mammoths. Of course. Yeah, I forgot about that. So she just gets, like, frozen solid and just slams into the bridge and destroys oh, it. And this is Gen 1, too, so unless you have something to, like, cure that, there's, like, she's just stuck like that forever I had, now. I had to fucking bring up Pokemon <laughs> typings. I had to fucking make that joke against you, and now you fucking brought it to roost. It's only, like, a, don't, don't like worry, a, Jules, this would have a happened 10% anyway. chance when you use Ice Beam to freeze something. It's fucking, yeah. Mammothmon got real lucky. Goddamn both But, of you. uh... <laughs> Bergeron just says fuck this and digivolves to Garudamon and immediately gets shot again straight away <laughs> she she like curls up to protect Ty and Sora who are hugging each other underneath her and thus gave birth to years of shipping oh like it didn't already exist to some extent yeah but Th- this was the first confirmation like, drawings of this scene okay, in I particular just need to, I just do you need think to point exist? out um like, yes, I know Ber- all of Bergeron's dialogue is creepy, but specifically, she's frozen, and so a, like, more muffled version of her creepy voice just says, Sora, and then um, <laughs> the Netflix dialogue just says, moaning. Yes. 
She um, makes some weird ass fucking noises. Mm, it yes, it's it's strange. She messed uh, messed up, yo. <laughs> yeah. Ty says, "Hey, I remember this," and he gets a flashback to basically the exact same scenario, except instead of Garudamon, it's Greymon, and instead of Sora, it's Kari. Because that's when Greymon like protected them from the Parrotmon. Uh, and he goes, "It was Greymon." <laughs> I remember Greymon. And Carl wanted to be the one. You can't like, prove what I didn't the, the party fuck said. are you, you talking it. about? <laughs> like, sorry, what? <laughs> yeah, Sora would just be like, what in the fuck are you talking about? And, we almost got killed and you're talking about Greymon. And, and Ty's cracked again. Like, <laughs> Yep. And yet this epiphany is apparently exactly what Garudamon needed to rally. Yes. I fucking love what Garudamon does to this mammoth. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> So, Hey Digimon kicks in, Garudamon starts beating the shit out of Mammothmon, and decides that's not enough, so she fucking rides him down the street. Yep. Jumps on his back and starts riding him. She dominates like, him. Yeah. She kicks his ass. And while this is happening, Ty says, yeah, I remember that Greymon fought, like, a giant monster here one time, but not my Greymon, was a different Greymon. Yeah, totally different Greymon, yes. So, so... <sighs> Here's, they then do what should be done with literally every land-based Digimon. <laughs> Lift him into the sky, drop him from Yep. Drop him from, like, height. 200 feet in the air, and then blast him with lasers. She just straight up murders him. Yeah. Like, she drops him out of the sky, and then shoots him with her weird fire bird thing. Just yeah, they're him. not in the digital world. There's no coming back from that. Yeah, he's, he's dead. Oh, God, yeah. Did they actually get into what happens when you die in the real world? They mentioned well, I mean, it if, a couple if, times. If you die in the real world, you die for real. <gasps> <laughs> but uh, they can't reincarnate while they're in the digital world. Uh, in the real world, sorry. But their data still exists. It kind of just floats around and doesn't recombine because they ran into Wizardmon's ghost at one point. That happened. Oh, right, yeah. Mm. Fuck, it did. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he's dead. The kids are talking about, oh, that bombing at Heightened View Terrace. It must have just been a fight between those Digimon. And Ty's like, yeah, it's when I had a pet Coromon. It was rad. I loved it. But it wasn't this Coromon. It was a different one. And I completely forgot about it until just now. Yeah. And now Cormon's wondering when he, Ty's going to forget about him. And then they hear sirens, and Cormon Joe starts freaking really out. really desperate to connect to this, though, because he says something about how when he first met Ty, he had a feeling they'd somehow already knew each other. So I think the running theory with that is that the Greymon from the movie went back to the digital world and died. Oh, and okay. And was reborn as Ty's Coromon. Okay. I think that's the going theory. I prefer the theory that Coromon is just doing that thing desperate. where he's desperately making up something after the fact to try and feel more included. I'm imagining his emotional pain. Could be that. I'm imagining this more like that sort of uh, action movie slash you know story style uh, beat where it's essentially like essentially Titanfall two, where like that Greymon went back to the world and died and passed on his legacy to some little brother Coromon that was this Coromon and now he's got to take up the mantle and part the robot what see I mean we've all had that friend right <laughs> who like 
feels left out whenever you're talking about something he wasn't a part of. So he starts making like sort of trying to make up reasons for him to retroactively be connected to stories yeah. that he has no part of. Yeah. Yeah. I love that they hear sirens and Joe starts freaking out because it's the cops. It's like, I, I mean, can't go to prison, man. The, I can't I mean, go to prison. That's the, that's the appropriate response to have when you're near cops. Be yeah. afraid. Yes, definitely. <laughs> they just fucking leg it to avoid the police. Well, again, they're in the why? middle of, like, okay. a destroyed part of the city with, like, How some How about we get the giant monsters? bird to stay as a giant bird for a little longer, like, 20 seconds longer so we can all fly away? But then they would have been caught. They would have identified Wait, by the police. I forgot to mention how Yokomon falls out of the sky. Oh, yeah, of course. If Sora hadn't been there to catch her, she, she would have been, been dead. dead, too. Because she doesn't land before turning back into Yokomon. She's, like, in the sky and just turns back into Yokomon and drops down. Oh, she plummets. It, it looks really fast, and Sora just catches her. It's like, oh, thank God. That was a close one. It would be like, there was an episode of King of the Hill where Peggy decides to go skydiving and her right. suit doesn't deploy. God. <laughs> and I remember, like, that was just a, you know, a cartoon or whatever, but I remember seeing that for the first time and the way she impacted with the ground. It was like, oh, God. Yes. And that's basically what almost happened here. That's a slightly traumatizing episode to me <laughs> when I was younger watching that. <laughs> so, after they lose the cops, uh, Izzy's theorizing that uh, that Greymon fight with the Parrotmon is the link between them. They all saw it when they were kids. And thus, logically, the eighth child must have also seen it. Which... It's almost like there was another child with Ty the entire time. No, that's Ty's sister. She's not She's not a person. <laughs> I just... Oh. I get that no one else besides Ty would even know that Kari was there. But seriously, she was right there. You stole her whistle. Do you not remember that? Okay. So they realize that because Mammothmon was rampaging around and the fact that they're all not quite dead yet, uh, Myonismon mustn't have found the eighth child. Like, well, we have to find them before he does. And that's the end of the episode. Yeah, Modimon, of all people, has to point that out. Yeah. <laughs> Modimon's adorable, though. Yeah, Modimon's great. He is, but I think it's I think it's funny that he's apparently the smartest one in the group right now. I mean, he normally is when he's Tentomon anyway. It's true. He's just extra cute now. <laughs> yeah, so that's that episode. We're finally getting into the good part. Because... <laughs> Oh, I thought you meant the question segment of the podcast. Oh, that too. <laughs> no, I mean Tyler's right though. Like this had, yeah, this had a lot going on yeah. for a single episode of the show. There was foreshadowing. It, it, it's a, also the first it followed a logical progression from point A to B to C. Within, it's also the first episode that sort of has any explanation as to what the fuck is going on. I was about to on. say, within one scene, the kids figure out more on their own than Jedi's ever told them. I mean that's a that's the lowest possible bar. <laughs> I know, but at the same time, like it's still something. Like they figure out a major part of like, their life. Izzy figures out more when he's just futzing around with his computer by himself than when Jedi's explaining. <laughs> yeah. True, true. 
is he figured out the entire nature of well, the world but they, by but, looking but once, at his computer? But once they actually made it a big deal and pointed it out as a big deal rather than them just going, oh, kids stumbled upon something, well, but the see, old man yeah, didn't See, that, that kind of goes back to them actually having decent plotting in that, like, they did, I feel, actually a pretty good job of playing out the whole, like, piecing this together from fragments of memories thing yeah. over time. Yeah. Like, they just kept kind of jumping back to little bits and pieces of them remembering stuff and sort of putting together what happened almost in, quote-unquote, real time with the episode. And that's pretty yeah. sophisticated for this show. Plus, I have my Otismon realizing that coming during the daytime was a big mistake. <laughs> Which is I funny, because we first... didn't really have much of a choice as to when he came. Like, the entirety <laughs> of his existence covers, like, <laughs> half a day. Which is pretty yeah. funny because the last time we saw him was him me laughing menacingly from a black cloud over a bridge at like disrupting some minor electronics in the neighborhood. Yeah, he can. Yeah, he can make <laughs> fog. Why is the sunlight a problem? Because he hasn't done that yet. Well, I imagine that time like he was. He needs to kill a few more people and drink their blood first. I mean, that that happens. He was more just like, you won't be able to microwave anything today. Oh God, the sun. Shit. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that just scene of him just on the rooftop being like, "Ugh, the sun." <laughs> he just, it's just same, he buddy. So he same. looks so miserable. He looks too. so hungover. <laughs> like, oh Jesus Christ! I mean, the sun is the worst. Yes, we've been over that. Yeah, Tyler, how hot is it at the and moment? Yet, and yet, I get it's miserable so as fuck hot. when it's not around. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hot here. It's the worst. So. Speaking of our best question segment, Jules, do you have any questions? Because I don't have any. I feel disappointed because uh, I was told by one Fiona Adams from HM96, who usually provides some of the more outlandish questions for us, she told me she'd be right there to give me a question. That was like 20 minutes ago. I'm still waiting. So, I'm gonna page her in the Slack chat I, for, for the time being, but also <laughs> we did I get think a couple other Gabumon being very nervous would probably have some sort of an issue with like Adderall or some sort of like drug that's supposed to help you focus. Hmm. Wait, we're going back to the drug thing. I mean, yeah, we never answered the question. This is true. Okay, we'll we tackle that in the meantime. Um, what Agumon I... doesn't do any drugs, Yo. but likes to talk like he does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Gabumon is just is like kind of on everything. Well, Gabumon's just like he doesn't do drugs anymore. Oh, yeah, actually, yeah, he, he is so many that he's just like dopey all the time. But also, like he's got the most knowledge about them all, so he'll just drop something casually, like, "Oh, yeah, I did this." Yeah. Yeah, this is how it works if you do this. Everyone's just like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, I'm, too, I'm too squeaky clean to even crack like any sort of in-character jokes about this. I think Beomon <laughs> would be the most even straight know where to edge. Beomon wouldn't do anything. Beomon's been Beomon, that Beomon's the one that they can't do drugs around because they know she doesn't want to narc <laughs> them out, but she'll be all morally conflicted, yeah. and it just becomes this whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Palmon's just on mescaline. She's just constantly. That's what on she food. is. That's just what she I is. I mean, yeah, she, actually, that is true. She's probably just. That's a constant state of being, yeah. That's why you shouldn't smoke Palmon, because it will just fuck you up. 
But maybe you want that. Who knows? Yeah, could be fun. I'm not going to judge anyone. What's going on? Let's, let's get to the right down to the fucking nitty gritty. Coke. Yeah, he would be, wouldn't he? He's <laughs> the biggest Coke fiend. Maybe is his fur actually white, or is that just coke? <laughs> it wasn't one. It wasn't at one point. Like those purple markings are actually just a few uncovered spots of his like pelt. Like he just rolls around <laughs> in it. Come on, oh, Joe! Yeah. Don't be such a square. <laughs> <laughs> and Joe will just be like, "There's a lot of negative health effects for doing those yeah, drugs." Come going on, on. marching fishes, man. <laughs> Wait, the marching fishes don't actually exist yeah. Padamon is like the kid like Padamon is the kid who would buy a bag of grass clippings from thinking it's weed and he gets like super fucked up on it through the placebo effect <laughs> oddly enough I'm gonna say right now that Aww, actually happened Padamon. to someone in my high school year seriously yes. hilarious. he went to another kid who didn't have the best reputation but really wasn't like doing anything terrible he was just kind of a dickhead he went to this guy and was like hey i he was like uh can you like um sell me weed and he's like uh sure give me like a day and then the next day he came back with just a plastic ziploc baggie of like crushed up grass clippings from his backyard and he sold them for 50 bucks <laughs> oh wow that's so unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. I would be so great. disappointed. Oh. He told me he like that's got me legitimately sad. Because well, like I ha- I happened to be like you know not friends or mates but like just classmates with this guy. And I was he was just telling this like he literally fell for it. He's like yeah fucking I made fifty bucks. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awful. Well, I've paid. What's Gatoman on? What we, didn't we mention that? Gatomon? No. Uh, catnip. Just catnip. That's actually true, yeah. How do, how do we miss that? <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> well, apparently Fiona sent one to the Twitter account, not me, and I'm a little confused as to why. That, that's not I the way this works. Got it. I haven't, like, got one. Did you send it to a anyway. different Moncast Oh, Twitter? God, no! amazing. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> I don't see it. Hold on. Ooh. Please, 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 please. Man, are we going to affect that other Please podcast? have ruined somebody else's day. <laughs> oh, man. I'm really hoping it was to the wrong Twitter account. Not to embarrass Fiona, but more it's just... Well, it's not to us, no, so... No, it's to embarrass the other account. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, um, my girlfriend came in, like, halfway during recording, and she slipped me a couple of rum and coke, so I'm a little tipsy. Nice. <laughs> I didn't reveal oh, this, because I didn't want to, like, give away my hand too early. Oh, I need to drink, but all of the booze is upstairs. <laughs> I'm so, where is this mystery question? I'm so perplexed. Where did it go? I'm asking now, wait, where is this mystery question? It's not an email? No. So nothing in the email? Nothing? We can- no. Nope. Okay, well, I did get a couple other things from folks, but I just was right, waiting let's on that one. those cause... while we wait for this lost question. I mean, I could make up the worst one right now, but that would just, like, that's not in the spirit of it at all. No, at the, Jules, at the you point can't where we're legitimately asking our own questions, that's just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. Bad. 
My girlfriend sent one. I'm going to get to it last, but she sent one, and she's chanting it from my bed to, like, do it. And I was like, no, I, wait. Wait. Oh, wait. Excellent. Excellent. No, I'm going to, oh, my, I'm going to ask you. Just give me a second. Anyway, um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, all right. One question from a friend of mine at EMP Mozart, uh, Sammy. Uh, they asked, because there's been an idea floating around amongst uh, the community of friends we chat with about doing a show reviewing AMVs, a.k.a. anime music videos. Yeah. And I'm super into that as someone who used to like consume a lot of them as a child and teenager. And uh, they asked me, are you doing an AMV podcast? When is the segment where you critique the YouTube comments on the AMVs? And oh my god, that would be such a great segment. <laughs> and they linked me oh. a... Uh, they link me a screen cap of a YouTube comment section that just says from someone asking, if Ditto turned to new, could it be as powerful? Sorry, to new? I don't know. I Mew, maybe? <laughs> but essentially, it boils down to like eight replies later, someone says, probably not because Ditto wouldn't have the fighting spirit. I'd like to contest that. I think Ditto has plenty of fighting spirit. I mean, if that all depends on what he's copying. That's true. If Woody's copying has the fighting spirit, Ditto will have the copy the fighting spirit. I think all I think Pokemon is an exact got... clone in every way. I think the fighting spirit got fucked out of Ditto, though. This is true because Ditto just... kind of is un- has an unfortunate place in the Pokemon like uh, breeding realm. Yeah. Look, the thing about the other thing about Ditto is he's exactly as horny as you are always. Oh, that's a <laughs> high level to reach. But okay, moving on. <laughs> And they only get hornier as you do. Oh, this was a... Yeah, it's kind of dangerous. Oh, okay. She meant... she meant, Okay, sorry, I just got back from Fiona. She meant the question she's in last week, which we answered. Yes, we answered that one. Damn. <laughs> we had a mystery <laughs> she, question. She doesn't have uh, She doesn't have a question this week, unfortunately. Ah, uh, we put her on the spot. Oh, damn. So what else have we got? Um, One moment. I'm trying to put off my partner's question. Um... Please, please look at the other questions. Okay, there's a couple others. Um, <laughs> from Mr. Underscore Beeb on Twitter, uh, our friend Steven, is there any better Corgi watch than Diva Corgi I met today? And he linked me a image of a Corgi wearing a Diva mech outfit, which is pretty great. Well, surely the answer is your Corgi is better. Well, no, but he means Corgi watch, as in, like, what, what would be the best Overwatch oh. cosplay for a Corgi? Is the question I mean, I'm extrapolating? The beauty of corgis is, is they can do anything. They make the best everything. This is very true. Yeah, I'm I'm glad we all agree on this. So I'm just gonna put this in the chat, <laughs> and you can all judge for yourselves. <laughs> okay, that is really adorable. Yeah, it's, for the audience at home, it's a corgi wearing basically a painted pink cardboard box over its torso with fins on the side and everything to make it look like Diva's mech from Overwatch. I want to see Freaky a Reaper Corgi. I mean, mine's, <laughs> yeah, that could be pretty great. Mine's pretty. I mean, it wouldn't have the. It wouldn't probably have the right personality. Oh to no! Really about, sell the costumes. I was about to say uh, my my Corgi Monty. I nearly said my Monty Corgi. Um, Monty has the right personality. He's seventy six, right? Hmm? Monty would be seventy six because he's old. Ah, uh, he's kind of a dad, but he's way too grumpy. I think that's what makes him like Reaper. <laughs> I love that I said old, talking about 76, and you said dad. Well, yeah, because that's, that's the classification, I mean, you be, isn't it? Yeah, you can be... 
You can be a dad at any age. Look, we look. <laughs> I saw a tweet early today that described the like main Blizzard character archetypes, and I agree with it, which is essentially women that will step on you, women that will make you feel better after being stepped on, dad, and then finally dad parentheses angry. I mean, dad right. and dad angry is just the state of video game yeah. protagonists. This is very true. Right now. Yeah. Like anywhere. Yeah. No, totally. Oh god. I mean, one could also say the same about women I don't understand. I mean, I don't I I don't get it as like a thing, but I find it really hard to argue with. Yeah, cuz I mean, like it's a present <laughs> thing. If you it's want, true. you can tone it down from stepping on you to just straight up just, you know, topping you. Oh, okay. That's just, you know, I'm just putting that out there. Anyway, uh, let me get back to the question part. Uh, she's still trying to pick up a question. <laughs> uh, what, Fiona? Yes, I put her on the spot. <laughs> I'm kind of pressuring her by accident. Anyway, um, let me just check this if there's is, any this others. This is I the most do. organized podcast on the network. Shut up! Folks. I'm running this all from my own personal yeah, Twitter account. <laughs> Alright, oh, wait. Okay, I got it. <laughs> Uh, she asked, alright, again, I mentioned, I don't know if, did I mention this off the air or on the air? Either way, I mentioned previously that whenever we get asked questions, like, that are put on purpose, you know, weird and, you know, just outlandish, especially in regards to more mature themes, I'm gonna put in air quotes, um, I tend to <laughs> stay away from the children. So I'm gonna again, once, so I'm gonna once again, uh, replace what she said here with protagonist as in the Digimon. I'm going to apply it to the Digimon. Champion level up, because they're adults. Um, what's all, What are all their kinks that they think are really deep and dark and weird that aren't really at all? So, like, huh. what, may, what is the thing that they think is super, like, what are they, about them, they're but into, actually, like, but really they think it's real weird and it's not? Yeah. Um, hmm... Like, yeah, so right. if, if we're going to definitely... keep with the theme of Bioman being, like, the most straight-laced, um, really any positions other than missionary. Yeah. Or <laughs> keeping the Gabumon lights on. is definitely taking off your clothes. Was it? Gabumon, taking off your clothes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Gabumon's basically a Digimon never I was about to say the exact same yeah. fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a picture of Garurumon wearing cutoffs. <laughs> well, actually, let's just wear Garurumon. He's just wearing ripped up jeans. Like... Fuck, you're right. <laughs> yeah, he, is. <laughs> he tried it. He finally, he thought he was getting around. He tried it once with Garurumon, and he went, "No, I can't do this. I can't do this. I gotta, I gotta detangle, man." <laughs> but like, oh that's God. like okay in terms of like being a never dude. Like that's its own weird thing. Like, what's the thing that they would be into that? They think it's super weird, but actually isn't. I think, yeah, taking off clothes is pretty great. <laughs> um, hmm. Oh, Agumon. What would Agumons be? Greymon. Oh, Greymon, sorry. My, you're right. My, my apologies. Uh, this is your own rule here. This is true. I gotta stick with it. Uh, <laughs> hmm. I, hmm. I mean... Greymon probably actually is a foodie. Yeah. I guess like, yeah, like eating a food, off, like, right. eating a food off your yeah, like in bringing the food into the into the bedroom. Yeah, which is like part of it. Yeah, like like you know, grandma's like, oh, I don't know, I don't want people to know that. And, you know, like you know, just bring chocolate sauce and cream into the bedroom. I'm like, no, grandma, it's okay. Like that's fine. Like that's a, 
That's okay. It's like, <laughs> one of the most well-known ones, dude. You're fine. Yeah, like, if, if that's in, like, a well-known, like, PG-rated romantic comedy in the cinemas, then fucking it's okay. Like, don't worry, dude. No, man, it's, it's weird. Oh, I, don't, I feel so, oh, I'm so fucked up. No, Greymon, it's okay. It's okay. Like Now, War Greymon, on the other hand, is super into high-tech sex toys. Would that be War Greymon or that be Metal Gurumon? No, War Greymon is a high-tech sex toy. <laughs> I can vouch for that. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, that works, that works. <laughs> anyway, um, Bergemon. Actually, well, we already did, like, Bergemon and such. Like, yeah. they're just, like, so, anything. So, Kabuterimon is exempt from this because his very existence <laughs> is a weird sex thing. That's the thing. Yeah, but I mean, like, Mega Kabuterimon's totally in the war, right? Yeah, we've established that previously. Like, that's yeah, our yeah. canon. Um, it's, it's, I, think... I mean, and really, though, it's more out of necessity than anything. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like... Because what else can he do? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no, Angemon but... is, I think, Angemon the eternal Angemon is really virgin. into pegging. <laughs> yes! I don't know... Yes! Why does that fit so Yeah, well? I don't know why, but it's right. <laughs> why does that fit so well? Yeah, okay. Alright. Joel, that's really good! <laughs> <laughs> why? Like, I don't... Is. I don't know, like... Huh. Yep. I. <laughs> like, I'm actually, I'm actually flummoxed, and it, it feels like there should be some, like, evidence for this for how right Yeah, it there should feels. be a reason to explain it, right? <laughs> yeah, like. There isn't, though. <laughs> it's. Alright, Jules, you work on that and come back to Sorry, us. Sorry, yeah, no, week. no, I can't work on it. I'm actually kind of like stumped at the moment. That's gonna actually keep me thinking for a while today. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so, um, Lilymon is obvious because, like, we've seen Rosemon. We know what yeah. she's into. Yeah. Yeah. Lilymon is like when she's starting out as a dom. She doesn't really know what to do. Yeah, it's, well, yeah, it's when she's, yeah, she's still, she's still new to it, she's still shy about it, she's kind of yeah. trying to keep it a secret from everyone. And, you know, like, when she's actually trying out for the first time, she's like, oh, jeez, are you okay? Oh, jeez, sorry, 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 sorry. Oh, God, that's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, Rosemont is just... Rosemont is, like, fully embraced. Rosemont has, like, become, like, perfect at it. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, like, she's, just she's evolved she in the bedroom, her life you could from say. Then on. Yeah. <laughs> She's involved in life experiences by that point. Who else is there? Like, there's Angel Woman, which I feel kind of already know, just from looking at her. What do you mean? Like... <laughs> her bizarre state of dress? She's totally into just I guess the exhibition weird leather. Yeah, she, yeah, she's an exhibitionist, yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah. Who else is there? Oh, there's our precious, there's our precious boy. We haven't got. Yeah, we haven't gone to. Uh, yeah, the most precious boy. But he's so precious and innocent. I don't want to ruin we him. We just, we just joked about him rolling around in cocaine, Tyler. <laughs> yes. We just <laughs> joked about that. And he hasn't been ruined. He's just become more. I fun. know you don't like it when I, when like I corrupt characters you like, but we're getting to this. <laughs> you have to deal with it. God, there's got to be something you can do with Zudomon because he's such a consistent design, such a cohesive design. I think he's super ashamed of being into like cuddling and being the bottom. Yeah, actually, actually, that makes sense because he's such a. He's got the. I mean, he's a Viking. He's modeled <laughs> so after a Viking. Huge. He's like the 
Yeah. Like, everyone expects him to not be there, but he's like, no, that's just what I really meant to. I'm really sensitive, guys. Come on. He just wants yeah, to be He's the biggest sweetheart, and everyone expects him to be a, you know, a badass. Exactly. <laughs> I can see that being the case. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I guess we Did have we miss anyone? Yeah. I don't think so. No, I think we, I think we got yeah. it. Yeah. That's impressive. Hey, <laughs> we're the best at this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so we're, we the best, we're the best at this very, very specific thing that we basically created. Yes, which yes. I'm very proud of. Um... <laughs> well, now, now we're here. Now we've arrived to my partner's question. Oh, what did she ask this time? I was like, and can she hear our answers? No, she can't. Wait, I had a question that I got like last week that I didn't even notice. Oh, well, I'll ask that first. I'll ask that one first. Put this off as much as possible. So, I, I don't, did we talk about this? So, Tommy Two Hands on Twitter <laughs> asked, "What's the point of eggplant?" I mean, it's delicious. I mean, it's it's a penis, right? Yeah. Like it's felt. I mean, that's that, that's that's its point. Is God God created an emoji to represent the penis? Yeah. God one day was just like, hey, hey angels, check this out. Check this vegetable out. But God, grow up. Come on. No, seriously, guys. <laughs> actually, all the angels would actually if uh, like. A lot of religious dogmas to be believed. The angels have been like, "What the? I don't get it. Yeah, what, what is, is that? What about it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's you guys right. I forgot. Fun. I didn't give you. Oh man, you guys got screwed. <laughs> he, he got his screwed. I mean, not. I mean, uh, not of course because you can't. <laughs> Did God create <laughs> humans? So just that's why Angemon's so into pegging. Jules, I figured it out. That's why Angemon's so into pegging. Oh. Because he's an angel, he doesn't. That's, that's oh, all he. Man. That's all he gets. Oh <laughs> man, we cracked the code. <laughs> I'm genuinely happy about this. <laughs> like I've straight like got my oh, hand, like, hands behind head, a big grin on my face as I'm leaning back right now, my chair. Oh man. Well, good. Then our job is done. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. Mission accomplished. No, we have to get to my girlfriend's question. Oh god. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm, she always asks I'm not such... drunk enough to ask this. Actually, I'm tempted to just paste this in text do it. into the. Do no, it. I've got to do it. You're right. <sighs> Isn't she behind? Yeah, you? she is. <laughs> yeah, she is. Hold on. I... Okay, here's the thing as well. I love my parents. So read this mm. out loud. Could uh... okay? That I could hear her laughing. In the <laughs> I background could hear her laughing just thing. then. Yeah. Enjoy that one, audience. Um, <laughs> Jesus. I Come love on, this do show. Come on. Wait, give me, a, give me a cocktail second. I can't read this out to Dear God. <laughs> Why do I put myself in these positions? Like, it's my fault. Like, this is my fault. I encourage this. Yeah, this is a prison you have constructed for yourself. So. I, just, I keep looking at them, putting down my phone, and like looking away because, like, oh my god, it's not even terrible. It's just more the wording of it and the fact that it comes out of goddamn nowhere. And again, <laughs> it's it's not even a question. It's more just asking us to conjure up a mental image. So I'm, see, at this point, I feel like you're building it up too much. Which I'm, which is good because it's gonna, I, be, it's gonna be disappointing. Okay. Yeah, it can't possibly live up to this hype. Imagine the view of 
My Muffmon's cock just hanging above you as you're in the car beneath him as he trembles everywhere around you. That would be both the best and the worst teabagging experience. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Joe! <laughs> and here's why. Because on the one hand, you're getting teabagged by a giant mammoth dick, and that sucks. But you're also still alive while he's trampling everything else. So on the whole, you kind of got off well. <laughs> That, okay, that's you just thing. reminded me of my favorite thing I found out recently is that in all uh, like all paleonto- paleontologists in even in scientific studies they refer to sauropods as beefy boys. <laughs> really? <What? laughs> oh, that's incredible! So good. That is amazing, and I I want to see some dissertation on. This, like, I had no idea paleontology was so much fun. I want to see the dissertation <laughs> on who is the beefiest boy. That well, seems like a presentation clearly. you would lead. How would you... Like, well, I'm, yeah, I know I'm leading more on the softest boy, to be completely honest. Yeah, actually, yeah, you're right. You're right, it would go the other way with you. Yeah, I'm nothing against the beefy boys, I'm just saying. No, it's just... No, it's fine, everyone has their type. Yeah. <laughs> but I just... I want to... What's the scale uh, for beefiness? Like, how do you measure that with a what, dinosaur? What unit do you measure that with? I mean... You can never know. The, the penis has to be involved at some point, right? Like with anything in life. Like, always. Always. <laughs> Is that it for questions? Well, that's pretty much it, yeah. Unless you want to just keep hearing me, like, talk about this amazing factoid about science, which I, like... Yeah, beefy, yeah, we could, I mean, we just talk about beefy dino boys for a while. That's very unmessaged for Digimon. yes. I mean, that is what War Greymon is! Oh, I'm... I mean, just regular Greymon, too, but beefy in a different direction. God, I need to actually tweet a picture of War Greymon out of nowhere with no context and just say, the beefy boy. I'll be right back. Okay. You, you finish the podcast while I, while I make this shit post. I mean, I, I feel like we could just finish the podcast right then and there with that. Yeah, like... I, I think that's as done. good an ending as anything. <laughs> we do still have to plug our shit, though. Can you stop saying it that way? Can you, like, please? <laughs> please? Yeah, that's actually a really bad idea. You can get very, that's like that's super unhealthy yeah, and you can get very sick. You, you, do the, you do the latter beforehand, so then you can plug. Yeah, you don't want that shit getting backed up. No, you don't. <laughs> If you have any questions for us next week, you can send them to us uh, email at digitalmoncast at gmail.com or Twitter at, at digitalmoncast. Or, or preferably digitals. send them to, directly to Jules. At Gatsby at, Low. Gatsby Low. Or, you know, just find Jules in person and deliver them, I guess, if you already know her. <laughs> that seems to be an effective, effective strategy. I did actually, like... <laughs> Basically, a friend almost, like, presented a, di- a digital Moncast question to me without realizing it when I was in, like, a month. And one of the things that, was, that came up out of nowhere was just us talking about, you know, Pokemon Sun and Moon. And the first thing she said about the game was, was that Red now looks like a daddy. I'm like, okay, yep, this is why we're friends. I mean, he does. He does, no, he does. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like, hell he does, yeah. 
I mean, anyway, yeah. So I mean, in the literal sense, he is. He's got his boy Pikachu. I don't want to think of Pikachu as his little. Anyway, you can find us and other awesome shows at audioentropy.com. Daddy, give me the shockies. Please. Stop <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, some people are into that, Jules. Oh, no. no. Joel. Don't kink shame. Joel. <laughs> we probably know at least five people who are into that. Anyway, yeah. So, yeah, check us out at audioentropy.com. There's awesome shows. Like Transmission Radio that Jules is on. Yay, which is actually like a semi-serious <laughs> podcast I'm on where... Yeah, it's yeah, It's funny that like everyone <laughs> yeah, else... a show that's good without good. qualifiers. <laughs> yeah. Well, the funny thing is that we were talking about that and essentially everyone else has a different show they cut loose on. Transmission is like where I go to be like proper. <laughs> where I go to be respectable. <laughs> yeah, there's lots of great shows on there. Check them out. They're all cool. Uh, I think... We're done for the week, then. Oh, also, we also have Let's Plays. We can't forget about Let's Plays. <laughs> oh, that's mean. <laughs> Look, I don't, I don't think anyone is going to argue. Even the <laughs> nobody who's ever himself. been involved with the show. Yeah. Oh, it's a nightmare to make that show. But it's a beautiful nightmare. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, it's a beautiful nightmare could basically be the tagline for our network. This is very, very, very true. Hmm. Yeah, so I think we'll finish up. So uh, uh, this week, I've been Tyler. I've been Jules. And I think I'm Joel. Just think. I mean, there are like Look, millions of Joel's. It's been a Joel's. long week. Yeah. I've got a lot to sort through here. Did you leave Joel behind yeah, in and... Vegas? Like well, the if Joel I did, I couldn't talk about it. I mean, it's true. We'll see everyone next week when we finally get into more good... Real Look at those stuff. dirty little toys you're carrying. Where'd you get them? Uh, toys? <laughs> Who's hey guys, he gone on a dirty a, little toy? That's not... You can't let anyone know you can talk. Protectively stuffed animals. Shut up. Oh, these toys? Well, you see, they're stuffed. Yes, Ty, I can see that. Oh, uh, we found them here. Yeah, that's right. You see, we were hiking up an uncharted trail when we came across these stuffed toys that someone had thrown away. Makes perfect sense if you ask me. Who in their right mind would hike up an uncharted trail just to throw away seven stuffed animals? Exactly our point, and that's why we think that littering is crazy. Right, gang? Right! right.